Hey teacher, before we start today's episode, I wanted to tell you about something really exciting happening very, very soon. So you may have heard me talk about email marketing, sending newsletters, building your list quite a lot recently. And there is a reason. We we, who is we? Myself and Lauren at copy.copy, who is an amazing copywriter, are running a challenge. A challenge where we will teach you everything that you need to start an email list and get your first 100 subscribers. Honestly, it's going to be amazing. I cannot wait to literally teach you everything we know. We are not going to hold anything back so that you can reap all the rewards of having a functioning email list with active subscribers because we know how powerful it is and we think that every teacher should have an email list. So if you're interested, we are running this challenge on the 8th of May on that's Monday, 8th of May for four days. And in order to sign up, you just have to go to my website, www.olakowalska.com slash race, because the challenge is called race to 100, race to 100 subscribers. I should have said that before, right? But anyways, uh, we cannot wait to see you there. And yeah, just go to my website or to the link in the description of the episode, sign up and we'll see you there. Hey, and welcome to the Get Richer Teacher podcast. My name is Ola and I'll be your guide and mentor on your way to realizing your potential as an educator. If the title of the podcast is triggering, that's even better because that means that I still have some work to do. My mission is to help teachers work independently and believe that they deserve more freedom and more money. As a teacher, you are allowed to work with your perfect students rather than some random people challenging how much you charge and asking why so much. If you're ready to become a richer teacher, build and scale an independent teaching business that can support your dreams and your lifestyle, then you're in the right place. The world knows that teachers are superheroes. Let's get paid what we're worth, shall we? Alrighty, you might already be kind of tired of me talking about email marketing, but one, there is an event coming, so I just have to market it. <laughs> and it's it's something that I feel like most people need to do, but are not doing and getting frustrated by all the rules that somebody, I don't even know who taught us the weird rules of um, social media. and. Everybody feels stuck with it. Everybody feels like they are posting all the time, but nobody's inquiring about their lessons. If you're lucky enough that you get inquiries, then I feel like it's still quite unreliable. So email marketing is definitely the answer, the remedy to that. And there is one more thing about it. So that's all before. That's that's like a massive introduction to today's episode. But I need to go on that rant because I feel like more people need to hear this. Um, there is a few mindset shifts that need to happen and a few light bulb moments that I need people to have so that they are fully convinced that they need to be spending their energy and their time on building an email list. Um, one of them being that emails are just 
statistically at least 50% more effective. So there is research and Lauren, my lovely collaborator on the challenge and the new course that we're preparing for you, has recently posted on those numbers. And the numbers speak for themselves. People read their emails intentionally. They don't just go onto social media to scroll, to... um, just just to kill time, just because they need a little bit of a dopamine hit from some sort of a post that they see. They just want to know what somebody's written. And yes, there will always be a group of people who would unsubscribe and be not interested, and that's absolutely fine. But most people go into their inbox with an intention to read what they signed up for. So it's a massive, massive difference. When people give you permission to contact them, um, and obviously if you are transparent about why you will be contacting them, you can't just tell them, I will be sending you tips, free lessons, free whatever um, tools for learning. You can't say that. That's that's just lying. You have to tell them that it's, yes, going to be valuable. There's going to be tips and help and advice and stories and whatever, but also offers. So that's why you're even starting. But then imagine what happens if somebody reads your declaration that you are going to send them lots of valuable things that help them with their language journey, but also that you are asking their permission to send them your offers, your Uh, invitations to your courses, invitations to your lessons, then the dynamic in that relationship changes so much. So that's why I think everybody should be prioritizing getting people onto their email list as soon as possible. You may have heard of something called a funnel and email marketing is one of those steps in a funnel. You definitely can build a funnel using only social media, and some people do that quite effectively, but I am still a fan. I'm I'm like, if you like my advice, then listen to my advice. <laughs> there are people who probably teach different things, but honestly, I don't know many people who are successful at marketing and are not in one way or another using email marketing. So what do you have to Um, realize is that what absolutely needs to happen is the fact that when people see your social media presence for the first time, the next step that they should be taking is probably signing up to your list. So it should be first they see your content, they decide whether they like it, maybe it takes them few minutes, maybe it takes them a couple of days because they need to warm up to it. It doesn't matter that the customer journey throughout the funnel, it will vary, but there needs to be a clear next step. So I know that for a long time I have been, there was some certain notion that I was pushing and I think I've changed my mind a little bit. So I wanted to apologize to you if you got um attached to that idea because I did change my mind. I I learned a bit more. I am gonna say that it doesn't really matter what you post on social media. I'm not gonna tell you anymore to stop posting uh, vocabulary of the day content or whatever. As long as 
there is a next step. So I kind of always said that, but I don't think it was clear enough. Um, so I apologize because it's not about what you post. It's about what happens later. So if you want to, if it's the easiest way of you staying visible on social media and attracting people into your world, if that's the easiest way, and if that's a word of the day post, if that's a simple new uh, vocabulary phrase, if that's a little bit of grammar, if that's something that you may think, oh, Ola wouldn't approve of it, then please stop thinking like this because I, again, changed my mind. I will encourage you to think about it, however, more strategically. So even if you decide to post word of the day, um, a video with pronunciation, a something really simple, then make sure that people know what to do next, which is invite them to sign up to your email list. That is it. So for some people, that those types of posts will work better than for others. And unfortunately, and I think I know now why I have said for so long, stop posting vocabulary, like kind of uh, word of the day posts. Um, it's because what I've noticed is that 99% of people on Instagram, especially, post those word of the day posts and do nothing else. They just educate and do not invite people to take the next step or do not make people aware that there are offers. And then it becomes really awkward because what happens is that imagine your follower, imagine that journey, imagine that somebody sees you, even your face, which is always the good option because that creates trust, explaining a new interesting um, piece of language in your target language, whatever, Italian, let's say. You explain this, it's fun, somebody follows you from that post, they go onto your profile, and then every day for the next month, they go onto social, onto your profile, or you appear in their feed when they go onto Instagram, and they see more of that with nothing else. What are they going to expect? They're going to expect more of that for free. They are not going to be prepared for you to say, hey, by the way, I also have lessons. It doesn't work like this. So whatever you do, do it, but think strategically. So this was an eight-minute rant introduction, but today I actually wanted to tell you, and it obviously is related, um, a little bit about how to um, convince people to sign up to your email list. And there are lots of ways, and as you can imagine, we will be sharing lots of those ideas in our challenge, if you haven't signed up, although I cannot imagine after us banging on about it for weeks now. Um, if you haven't signed up to our Race to 100 challenge, please go to my website, olakowalska.com slash race. The link is available in my Instagram bio, or just search for my name.com slash race, and you'll be able to sign up. It's completely free and will teach you how to set up your email marketing system. Um, but you might already be wondering, you, let's say, or maybe you already have an email list. Maybe you already are doing something to grow your list because that's what we're doing here, growing your email list so that more people sign up. And now there is, you might be in a, in this pickle, like you are in, uh, 
your social media activities. So you post lots of content and you just wait and hope, right? Remember, I talk about hope marketing quite a lot. So it is the same. You might be just sitting there and waiting for people to sign up or waiting for people to follow you. Unfortunately, you have to be a little bit more proactive than that. So yes, absolutely. Have a link to your landing page, to your uh, email list in your bio. So people who find your profile can sign up, but think about more creative ways as well. Three, my favorite three um, ways that I wanted to mention today are free live events. So for example, a free discussion um, sort of event. My my client recently ran something like this and it was just perfect, perfect for her because she loves running discussion classes. And then she even pitched her course at the end, which is um, an option. So you can organize an event, create a page that um, promotes this event, and then promote that page, promote that event. What happens then is people see, it's not just saying to people, sign, sign up to my list. Sign up to my list so that you can join the event and then get some emails from me. So kind of the emails, the people being on your list happens by the way. They mainly sign up for the event, but it's not manipulation. Absolutely not. That's why there are unsubscribe buttons uh, and they have to be there. So, but it just works wonders. People are always interested in um, free life events and don't worry about some people being essentially freeloaders. It always happens. There will always be at least a handful who will appreciate that, see your style, see how you teach, see how you um, behave in class, how you error correct, how you do all that stuff. Um, And it doesn't even matter what that meeting is on. Find something that brings you joy. And this will definitely uh, bring good results and good sign-up rates. So that's number one. Number two, you can create a freebie. You may have heard about freebies. You may have uh, heard of them being referred to as lead magnets. I personally absolutely hate that term because it like, dehumanizes people. It's about people, not leads. They are leads, but, you know. Um, so freebies are things that you create that kind of help your people solve a problem that they get in exchange for their email address. So. Very often, teachers think that freebies have to be like a mini booklet, basically, because very often they come in a form of a PDF, although they don't have to. There are tons of other formats that freebies can come in. Um, And they should convince someone to be on your list. So sometimes people just download freebies and unsubscribe. That's also very normal. But very often a freebie is enough to make a lot of people stay. So I think that while you can't run uh, live events all the time, free live events, you can always have a freebie available. So that's when I was talking about um, having the next step. I think that every teacher on their Instagram profile should have a page where people can download their freebie. The freebie should be related to your offers, to what you do, and it can't just be a generic resource that people um, that people can consume and forget about. It should 
kind of try and connect them with you. So we are going to be talking more about freebies, a lot more about freebies in our challenge. So make sure that you attend day two, day two. That's where we're, when we're talking about freebies. Um, the next thing is something that a lot of people don't realize that they can do. It's just telling people, hey, sign up to my list sign up to my newsletters. So sometimes the newsletter itself is a value, and it should be actually, that people might want to sign up just because. So in my business, what I've got at the moment uh, that works like kind of always in the background is a page where people can download the freebie and also a page where people can just put their name and email and say, hey, I want to receive your emails. And while at the beginning, it wasn't very effective and successful. Now, I have tons of people signing up. By tons, I mean like maybe one a day. So that's that's tons because it's 30 people a month. That's a lot to me. Um, people just want to read what I've got to say. People like my content on social media. Maybe people like my podcast. Maybe they want to be reminded of my podcast. So there are lots of different reasons why they might be wanting to sign up. And also, again, I'm very transparent there by telling them that, yes, you will hear about my offers. You will uh, receive information that is relevant to your needs, to uh, there will be some tips, but also there will be offers. So this is my third way. And these are the ones that I use all the time. There are at least a bunch of other wonderful ways to grow your list. And we cannot wait to teach you about all of them. So very sorry about teasing you like this, <laughs> but otherwise you wouldn't come. So I want you to come to the challenge. The challenge is going to be extremely actionable. Even if you don't decide to join us in our course that we will be launching on the 11th on the day, on day four, you will, I promise you will find it useful because this might just be that next step in your business, especially if you're struggling with social media, especially if you would want to move your business forward and move away from just freelancing and finding people um, via like word of mouth. It's that next step. A lot of people think it's social media and just posting regularly and it will finally happen. Unfortunately, it doesn't. In most cases, you have to invite people to come on a journey with you and start writing emails. So we in the challenge, we won't be talking about topics of newsletters and things that you can write about. It's definitely a big topic that we'll be covering in the course. Uh, but there is already some resources on that. Lauren has posted some ideas for what you can write newsletters about. Because I know it's a worry. It's something that people worry about. They don't worry about, oh, I don't, like people won't be signing up. They worry about not being able to deliver. So, Another little tip that I wanted to share here with you is remember that this is also a mindset block. You are, if email marketing is, you're quite new to email marketing, then it is unknown. You feel the fear of uncertainty. So you probably, your fear is manifesting by you not knowing what to write, but it's probably fear of the whole thing. So I guarantee that once you start, it's not rocket science. It's not something that you cannot learn. It might be a learning curve, but that's what business is about. Nobody ever taught you business. So 
Yes, it is inevitable that some things need to be learned, but it is actually way easier than most people think. And to be perfectly honest with you, I very often, especially when I'm low energy or low energy or like not feeling like it, I prefer not to show my face on social media and create another curated post. Uh, I prefer to write an email. And thanks to having an email list, I feel very safe, stable and satisfied because I can write an email from anywhere. I can schedule an email. I can, it can be a few lines and I, and it's, it's, it feels like it's a better investment of my time because people genuinely open and read them. Again, there are always people who don't. And every time I'm going to tell you that now, because this is also a worry, especially if you have been doubling with uh, email marketing, every email I send generates unsubscribes, no matter what it is, whether it is a sales email or a regular newsletter, whatever it is, it always generates unsubscribes. So it's very, very, very common. But we will be talking about this. So I hope to see you in the challenge. And that's it for now. Thank you and see you soon. It's not your fault that you don't know how to make good money as a teacher or how to market your teaching. Nobody's ever taught you, but I'm on a mission to change that. Teachers make the world a better place and they can be excellent at business. They just need direction. That's what I'm giving you here and on my YouTube channel under the same name. Make sure that you also follow me on Instagram at ola underscore coaches underscore teachers and check out my website www.olakowalska.com to see if any of my paid offers, including my one-to-one coaching, my business foundation course, The Rocket, or my membership for teachers in business could be the right fit for you. I'll see you soon in the next episode.